0: Hey everybody, it's Peter Hamby. I know sometimes I tell you about podcasts I'm excited about, but this one I'm really excited about. It's called About a Boy, The Story of Vladimir Putin. And the reason I'm so excited about it is because it's Julia Yaffe's podcast, About a Boy, The Story of Vladimir Putin. Julia, this is yes. so cool. This is a production from Puck and Odyssey. What is this? Tell everyone. This is the first like sort of documentary we've done.
1: Yeah, it's like an audio documentary. And I'm so excited about it. Basically, when I was a young reporter in Moscow and I was trying to understand Vladimir Putin, I was just starting to report about him. I found a really invaluable reference in my dad Mm. because he grew up in much the same way that Vladimir Putin did and the way a lot of Soviet baby boomers did, which was outside in the urban courtyard called the Dvor. A Dvor is just a courtyard, but it was completely central to how kids of that age grew up, how they were socialized, how they learned the social and moral codes of Soviet society. And you see it to this day in how Vladimir Putin talks and how he behaves and how he thinks and assesses the world and various situations he finds himself in. And I realized that for everybody from Russia or Ukraine or Belarus or the former Soviet Union, this is a completely obvious thing. They see him and they see a punk from the Dvor, like a street kid. But Americans always see judo master, KGB spy, Mm -hmm. and they're just missing this very critical lens. And and he's all those things, right? He He was trained in the KGB. That's very central to who he is, judo very central to how he thinks. But this piece of the puzzle, I feel like Americans don't have. And this is basically a translation key in narrative form for American listeners.
0: I think a lot of what you said is accurate. Americans have this perception of Vladimir Putin, by the way, based on a number of incredible books, stories, reporting. But most Americans started engaging with those stories kind of around the 2016 election, and there were these fears of Russian interference, and is Putin the, you know, puppet master for Donald Trump, et cetera. What do you think this adds to the context, though, in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine?
1: Well, I think it explains a lot of how he is assessing the situation, how he thinks about Ukraine, about Russia, about the West and America specifically, about how he thinks that you know there are no win-win or lose-lose situations. There are only win-lose situations, only zero-sum situations. That is very much from that place and time. Hmm. The way that he sees himself as maybe painted into a corner, and the people who are from those societies who immediately understand kind of the cultural code that they're seeing, they have a clear understanding of why Putin is doing what he's doing in Ukraine and vis-a-vis the West and also Mm -hmm. how it might end. You know, what the fact that he probably won't sit down and negotiate as much as people in America or in Europe would, or even in the global South would love to see, because there is no such thing as a negotiation. He has said that negotiation is for weaklings. The podcast is also like a social and anthropological history of people of Putin's generation Mm. and If you know how they think and how Putin thinks and how the people he surrounds himself with think who are also boys from this generation, then what they do is a lot more understandable and more predictable than if we impose our own Western logic, Western thinking on them. Mm -hmm. And then... I think what often happens when we do that is they constantly surprise us by doing not what we think is, quote unquote, rational. Then we're surprised and we think that Russia is just so mysterious and hard to understand. But it's not.
0: Julia's podcast about a boy is out now. Let's take a listen to the trailer right now. Thanks, Julia.
1: You're so welcome. I'm so excited. (laughs)
0: Vladimir Putin, a man of little political experience, but a long career in espionage. Vladimir Putin, the career spy. He's a man who has spent most of his career in the shadow. of the
1: shadowy federal security service, formerly the KGB. Russian president bolstering his macho credentials called the judo macho. He was a KGB agent
0: then. He's operating now as a KGB agent.
1: Here in the West, Russian dictator Vladimir Putin is always seen as one of two things. KGB spy, or judo master. And yes, those are both important and formative aspects of his biography. But to anyone who's ever lived in the Soviet Union, Putin is something else entirely a Soviet baby boomer from the slums of a city haunted by World War II, a street kid.
0: Every grown up was utterly traumatized by the experience of having gone through this
1: horrible war. Starvation, disease, cannibalism, all kinds of horrors. Vladimir Putin's parents suffered through all of that. Afterwards, parents were absent, either dead or ghosts in their own homes. Children were mostly on their own. And in the absence of parental supervision, they spent all of their time in the Dvor, the urban courtyard. We were returning back from
0: school. We immediately went out to Dvor and, you know, Life was there. Essentially, every social interaction you had as a child, it happened in that courtyard.
1: The Dvor was central to Soviet childhood. It was a kind of social Serengeti, a school of life that shaped the boys who graduated from it. It was where they first learned the social code of Soviet society, that weakness is unforgivable, that strength is power, that loyalty is how you survive, and that life is a zero-sum game.
0: The relationship in the war, either you're with us or you're against us. The social structure in these courtyards was all very much based on physical strength and on violence and on how you could exert that violence. It has nothing to do with right. It has to do with might.
1: For Russians, this biographical detail is glaring. It's apparent in everything Putin does. It's there in the way he sits, the way he slouches, the way he only trusts his childhood friends, the way he punishes betrayal. It's there even in the way he talks.
0: All his skills were developed when he was a small, tiny boy, fighting much bigger boys in the dwarf. You could leave the dvor, but a part of it would always live inside of you. He knows
1: from his childhood in Leningrad that there is always a second chance to strike back.
0: He's either on the throne or six feet under because these are the rules that he grew up with.
1: I'm Julia Yaffe. This is About a Boy, the story of Vladimir Putin an Odyssey original podcast in partnership with Puck. Listen and follow on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, we know this guy's ruthless and he'll do whatever it takes. And it's the message of the Dvor, you know, you fight until you prevail.